0: Hey there, welcome to Shine. My name is Monica Ramey and I'm looking forward to uh, coming on here tonight. We have been on Vision TV having some technical difficulties and I've got an awesome guest named Wesley Broderick and I am trying to bring him on. So give me just a second and let's see if I can pull him up here. Let's see. One second. (laughs) okay hey I see Adnan McSoon on here hey Georgette come on in guys we are trying to bring on Wesley Roderick so hang tight just a second hey Carol come on in guys yes Wesley Roderick um, he's got an awesome story, um, You know, he's a prophet, he's got a major, major um, testimony, and I cannot wait until you get to hear it. And let's see here, let's see if I can bring him in here, still. So I sent the invite, and not seeing anything quite yet, hang tight. Hey, Wesley. Let's see here. Wow. How are you? There we go. I am well.
1: How are you? We figured it out. Oh,
0: I'm much better.
1: (laughs) Good, good, good. Now that we got this all figured out past all the technical difficulties of society
0: yes absolutely absolutely so um are you how's the sound for you is, is that all good
1: it's good for me
0: okay awesome I, it's good i You're don't normally i can't
1: see the comments likes it so
0: well i'll let you know how about that so guys we're um, coming to you live tonight and normally this is on vision tv and we had some technical difficulties, so we went ahead and decided to, to go on our regular profile. So, here we go. This is Wesley Roderick. Wesley, I'm well, honored to on. on. <laughs> it's an honor. So, um, you know, I would really like to just get right to it. And I, I know you have an amazing story. And I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and, um, you know, how you got into this whole ministry Jesus thing.
1: It was all an accident. <laughs> wow! <laughs> i just don't know what happened one day i just uh showed up and uh i was at this korean church and they're like hey come back next week we're having a barbecue and no, uh, um i'm sharing this right now to my page so that uh okay. so that way people can uh know that we're live well i mean they're already going to know that we're live because we're live on yours um but so uh I can't see the comments anyways. Whatever.
0: I <laughs> know we're all discombobulated, but hey. You know what? <laughs> At this point in
1: time in life, I just go with it. So, That's right. Um, all right, let's dive in. Um, <laughs> I got my coffee here. I'm one of those people. <laughs> uh, behind me, we see like my little studio, my little world of uh, creativity that goes on behind me for when uh, I... I do videos and stuff like that. Um, which I just just I just now discovered this angle, so uh, I'm actually really happy about this. Very but, nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, sometimes like <laughs> like I, I surprise and excite myself, but uh, <laughs> but what's wrong with that? Anyhow, that's what I was gonna do. I was share it to my profile. I only shared it to my uh, that my so I don't know what I did. Anyways, um,
0: whatever you need to do, go right ahead. We're casual. We're good.
1: But uh, so uh nah, so here's here's where uh, I would say my story started. Um, so I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I didn't grow up in a Christian family, uh, per se. My dad was a Pentecostal believer. And with that, he like but at the same time, I figured that out much later on because I didn't have much of a relationship with my dad until I was, you know, an adult and all that good stuff. Uh, But that's a different story for a different time and so on and so forth. Uh, So, like, but my one experience with church was with him when I was five. And, like, it honestly just scared the bejesus out of me because it's like, you know, I'm a young kid and I'm at a Pentecostal thing and they're shaking and, you know, load and like you know that accent that you get when you're at a Pentecostal church. Like I get it now, <laughs> because like I, I'll tap into it every so often. Like you know, like and the Lord came upon me. <laughs> you know, it's like all the like. I remember one time I was preaching at a church and they put an organ player behind me, and I, I mean, I was just giddy for joy. Like I was making points that weren't even points, and I was like, and then you're gonna <laughs> grab your power radar. <laughs> And you're going to drink it because you're thirsty. <laughs> Anyways, so my story, that's what we're after. My story. And uh, people are watching. They're like, why is he so lively? Because I've had a lot of coffee. Um, remind me of that old Saturday Night Live skit with Chris Farley where he's down in the basement. And he's like a motivational speaker. And he's like, so what you're going to do is you get back? Anyways, uh, people are going to like, this guy's crazy. Um, I love s- it's my personality. What can I say? We
0: love crazy.
1: So I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I was, you know, I got all freaked out by the Pentecostal movement, uh, which is, like, no different than, like, you know, if you bring, like, you know, if, when you go to a charismatic church, you just don't know what Sunday is a good Sunday to bring somebody on because, like, you don't know if, like, Sweet old Susie is gonna get all a little cray cray with her flag, so true. and do a cartwheel or something like that. You know, you don't know what she's gonna do. You don't know if she's gonna right. like, you know, scream out in the midst of whateverness. The Lord is gonna deliver me. You know. Anyway, <laughs> um, I can I can say it because I'm a part of it. Um, so is so I got. I say I got accidentally saved. I showed up at this Korean church, a Korean church of all places. My, like uh, like it's <laughs> just insanity at a Korean church. And uh, so the whole time, like I'm showing up to these leadership services, and, and I'm i thinking, thinking like they're praying in Korean. And one of my lifelong friends, you know, like brought me to church, uh, which is funny. is my first time going to church. I lied to my job and went to church. <laughs> different story um so i'm sitting there you know they're like you know praying in tongues and i don't know it i think that they're praying in korean and like they're like yeah want to watch and i'm like what are we talking about uh, you know we used to play a game called name that tongue so, oh, no.
0: so had you never heard speaking in tongues before i had i
1: had i had but i also never oh. it's more of i never heard a i've never heard korean before people <laughs> are going to this church speaking in
0: tongues. <laughs> yeah
1: it wasn't the speaking in tongues that i was actually not familiar with it was the speaking in korean that i wasn't familiar wow. with so yeah. i'm at this church and you know a few weeks go by and like i was kind of on the spiritual journey spiritual kind of uh you know like uh like a walkabout even like i was just trying different things it was you know i was trying to be a good person whatever that might be And uh, when it came down to it, like, I'm at this church, and I'd gone for a few weeks, and, like, but they never did an altar call. They just kept on inviting me back. And, like, granted, I grew – this is with a lifelong friend I pretty much grew up with, so her mom would be like, we're doing barbecue. I had to come for barbecue, which didn't mention – did not mention, one, the food would not be recognizable. Two, I had to eat with chopsticks. And – So I'm, you know, I'm sitting there like, you know, I got sitting there trying to do this number and like, yeah. So anyways, whatever. Well, at some point, one of the youth nights, I'm, I'm there. And so like they said, if you've never accepted Jesus as your savior, raise your hand. So I raised my hand. They didn't ask me if I wanted to. They asked if I ever had. Right. And so I'm like, you know, I'm like, there's a difference between the two. <laughs> and that's why I say accidentally. So <laughs> they're like, well, repeat this prayer after us. So I was just being respectful. Right. And, you know, dear Jesus, you know, and sorry, that's the analogy that just went through my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh I didn't think anything of it. My friend came up to me after the fact is like, Wesley, you gave your life to Jesus. I was like, I did what? I don't remember doing that. I don't remember that being the situation. And I leave to go to a party, just like I would do every weekend. I'd go to the party, I'd, you know, go get drunk and that's that's it well this time we went to my friend's house we we, it it was too early to go to the party and i decided at this point um let's go to blockbuster it's ready for the party we go to blockbuster we're walking around blockbuster and if any of you remember what a blockbuster blockbuster video is, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I just something outer worldly hit me, and I f- is in the middle of blockbuster video. My word! And uh, uh, to be perfectly honest, I didn't know what to do. And I'm just and but like. I could feel like something like it, I don't want to say it hurt, but it didn't feel normal. And uh, I just, uh, I knew right then and there something was different. And all I could say was that whatever evil and wicked and perverse died inside of me, that's all I can God. describe it as yeah so i get back to my house because like you know my house was the kick it spot and for those who just under trying to figure out like did they play soccer at his house my house was the (laughs) place that we hung out at and uh, we hung out at my house We, we show up to my house to hang out and watch the movie and my friend from church is there and she's like we need to talk and i was like yes we do and so I end up not going to that party, and you know I want you to read this, and it was a poem that I had written weeks before that night called A Gift, and the whole poem was about a gift that I had received that you couldn't buy, that you couldn't steal, that you couldn't um, you couldn't obtain it on your own anyway at all, whatsoever. All you could do is receive it wow. as a gift. And that, you know, it, it talked about the fact that you, you're going to be taunted and that things may not seem like what, it, what you were expecting in the beginning. But if you just hold true to it, everything will seem fair in the end. I prophesied my own salvation, Monica, weeks wow. before it happened. And I just, like, I, I knew then, like, everything clicked all of a sudden. And that the Lord had been governing, like, you know, like, how it talks about, like, you know, the earth was dark and void, absence of light. But, like, the yeah. Spirit of God hovered over it. And I feel like in, in many cases, it's like I was the world, and God's Spirit was hovering over my life, waiting for the moment for God to speak light into my soul, into my being. Uh, to, for their beat to be like, you know what, Zechariah 4.1, he says, an angel came and awoken me as if a man who was sleeping. And it was like I had been asleep this whole time and the lord said wake up wow. and i woke up yeah yeah and from there like i'd never had to tell anybody my testimony i never like people my my testimony preceded me like people would be angry because their drinking buddy was gone their uh, their party friend was gone uh, their partner in crime was gone um, you know I just shared on on Facebook the other day that at one point in time I had friends that referred back to me as being like the Antichrist and wow. I don't say that to glorify anything but just to give a reference point of just some just the way that I was like, I wasn't rude and disrespectful. I didn't physically harm anybody, but my mindset, my approach towards life, my, my, my view of society and the world came from a dark, hurt, broken place with a little bit of anarchist in the midst of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Just straight up rebellion. I equivalated that if, Following the Bible and its instructions could be somehow in conjunction to following the instructions on the box of a macaroni and cheese, and of course you're going to get macaroni and cheese when you're done in the end, because you follow the directions no different than if you follow the directions inside the Bible. Of course that's what you're going to get, because what you begin to focus on, you empower. And so I – like. My high school at one point caught on fire, and they thought I did it, and I wasn't even attending the school. And, you know, uh, not my high school, but, like, other friends of mine thought I did it. And so that – and then fast forward some time, you know, I was at a Jill Austin conference, and the – just the spirit of God fell on me, and I began to speak in tongues. I began to prophesy all in one night. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, According to me and just the way that I was functioning at that point, if God was speaking through me, I apologize. I was yelling at you. Like that's really all it was. Like I just I remember picking up a buddy of mine. I don't even remember. Like like, I don't know what unctioned me to do it. I picked him up by a shirt, and I was like (laughs) – like I barely know this guy. I've known him for like six months. And I'm picking them up by a shirt and I'm holding them up and I'm like, God wants to give you a gift, but you have to want it more than life itself. And then all of a sudden I feel his weight sink into my arms. And he's screaming, it's so white, it's so white, it's so bright. Wow. And he, he instantly goes into heaven and gets baptized in the spirit, right? Then speaking in tongues. And I was like, oh my, oh my. You're
0: like, what is this? Wow.
1: Right? And so that's how I came to know the Lord. Wow. In a nutshell. So, I mean,
0: that's incredible. <laughs> well, I know there's more. Um, and you and I talked, we had a couple incredible things in common right from the beginning, which blew me away. Because um, I wrote a book called Walking in Dominion, and you also wrote a book. I and did. I'm, which I have not read that yet, but I'm going to.
1: What is wrong with you? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things used to be, but I'm better now.
1: <laughs> my good. pastor used but to tell people, like, when people would be like, you know, because I've always been a little rough around the edges. I mean, that's like, it's my background, uh, so to speak. And he'd always be like, listen, if you have a problem with Wes now, you should have seen him when I met him.
0: You know, I always tell people you probably wouldn't have liked me with you know without Jesus.
1: You probably wouldn't. Like I was me. I was getting a tattoo one time, and I was talking to my tattoo artist and like because her and I had become friends at that point, and like and I'm sitting there just kind of I'm sharing about my life before before Jesus, and she's like, yeah. "There's no way, Wesley, that I believe you." There's no way that I believe you, that you were this type of person, that you were a drug dealer, that you were a criminal, that you did this, this, and that, you know. And, uh, and she's just like, it doesn't sound like you now. and I was like, no, that's no, who I was.
0: Right.
1: You know, like I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't a drug addict. I wasn't addicted to drugs. I was the dealer. I was addicted to business. You know, that, that, was, that was my drug that was you and
0: I had that in common. Yes.
1: <laughs> I said, you, know,
0: you know, you said uh, you prophesied your own salvation and I actually had an experience very similar where um, I was actually doing drugs at a, a little table in a campground at this camper. And I had been contemplating, you know, letting God turn my life around. It was just time for me. And I didn't, I didn't really have the full understanding, but I knew he was drawing me somehow and something was going to change. And And I literally had a straw to my get ready to put a straw to my nose and do a line of cocaine. And I said, I'm getting ready to go to church and I'm going to give my heart to God and everything's going to change. It was something like that. And then I leaned my head down and did my thing. And, you know, that next weekend I was in church at the Florence Vineyard um, in Kentucky, raising my hand for, at the end of the service they said does anybody want jesus i knew i was waiting that whole service for them to just give that invite because i had grown up with it as a kid i knew it was real my family you know they were pentecostal and all that stuff so um but i had strayed as well you know and um you know there comes a time where it's like you got to get it for yourself you know and right and, and i got to that place you know You know what?
1: now notice what you said you were waiting for the invitation I wasn't waiting for, I wasn't asking, huh. I wasn't waiting for an invitation.
0: Yeah.
1: There wasn't even an invitation. They just asked if I had done it.
0: <laughs> it really was an accident,
1: almost. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I, and, you know, it's like my fr- like when my, my friend met me at the back of the church and, like, you got saved. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Your head was supposed to be bowed. Your eyes were supposed to be closed. That is what's wrong with the church, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah yeah. you know i don't like i think i learned korean before i spoke in tongues you know and you know you learn you you pick up real quick you know where it's when you're one of like three white kids in a korean church and they but luckily you know i was very fortunate that they hadn't like a uh uh, an English young adult youth ministry, and so then, but you still wow. you start learning, you know, abaji, kamsamnida, and like all this, like little Korean, right. all these little Korean phrases. You know, I learned most of my Korean from a four-year-old.
0: Wow.
1: You know, out of the mouth of babes, they'll teach you Korean.
0: Tell me this, because I read, and I we've never talked about this, but I read that you had an actual encounter, like a visitation from the
1: Lord. I've had but which one did you read about and then I'll be able to dive into that maybe a little bit
0: tell me whichever one you would like to tell me um the first tell me the first one because what I read was um something about like he told you that you were going to be called or something or
1: that one okay um, that was the one that was kind of sitting on the, on my mind, but I wasn't sure. Uh, so this is years ago, and I'm I'm actually hanging out with a friend, and like I love kung fu movies, like Jet Lee Li movies and things like that, and um, especially like the ones that are like you know old school, where they're like in old day China or something, you know, or. Uh, you know, they all got like the half leg like, cut with the ponytail and all that sort of thing. Yeah. And uh but this one wasn't a good one. This one was a horrible. Thing. Like it just like it was a bad kung fu movie. It was like, you know, like a remake of the karate kid type stuff. Like whatever they've made they tried to redo that thing twice. Um but uh <laughs> and it's just not the same without Mr. Miyagi. Not um right. And so I'm sitting there, but as I'm sitting there, this this screen comes in front of me. Mind you, my TV and the movie are going. My friend is on the couch with me. We're both watching this movie. They're completely clueless as to what's going on with me, which now that I think about it, this has really become like – that became like a foundation for my life and like the the types of encounters God would give me because I'm oftentimes in a place – where I'm with other people and they have no clue what's going on around me. Uh, but I have an encounter about that where it's not that. Uh, but let's go through this one first. Um, so I'm watching um, – first I was watching TV. And then, you know, it's just like imagine like I got like my phone and I see you and then another screen comes in front of me. Wow, yeah. <laughs> and that's an yeah. Android for some you – know, like, you know, anyways. Uh <laughs> It's like Kryptonite. Um, That's right. I feel my power is weakening. Um, <laughs> listen, you got to have a sense of humor. Seriousness right. is not a fruit of the spirit. Um, Chris Valentin said that, not me. But in in this in this moment in this ex- experience, a screen comes in front of me, and the next thing I know is I'm there, Jesus. And, and I'm surrendered, you know, like, you know, like, 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 like Creed. Arms wide open. Um, you know, and I'm just standing there. And uh, the Lord, like, comes to me and he be and he puts his hand upon me and commissions me. Wow. And he just laid hands on me. Like, even right now. Wow. I, I, I feel that, like, there's an eeriness. Like that, that's the, that's the only, like, when you think about how in Psalms it, it describes that he hides himself within sight of a dark cloud, that the God of glory thunders and flashes of light come, like, from his throne. That's not a joy moment. That's not a, oh, let's get drunk in the glory. That's, fear of God like you know and there's places in heaven that angels fear to tread but see we're so busy trying to come up but we're called to manifest here that's right fun, like, you know, I said, I told you, you know, on the phone, yeah, I can do this. You know, I'm supposed to be on sabbatical right now, and um, as long as I don't minister, I mean, it's so hard when the presence of God shows up (laughs) this way. Yeah. There's two things I want to do right now. I want to minister and then I want to get off the broadcast, come underneath my desk and weep. Mm -hmm. Because there's something about this that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. remember John Paul Jackson would share about when he'd come before the... You know John Paul Jackson? His revelations on light and physics are shared at a collegiate level? Mm -mm. Wow. Makes me wonder about the prophetic today. John Paul Jackson's revelations were so revolutionary wow on light and physics and time and some other stuff you actually had to study quantum physics to attend his ministry school wow yeah and so i'm in this encounter we'll go back to that um i'm in this encounter And the Lord comes to me and he, he commissions me. And I knew right then and there I was called to ministry. I've just been spending the last 17 years trying to figure it out.
0: That's right.
1: Because it's not about just doing what everybody else does and all that sort of stuff. Like it, like it's old. But it's it's about seeking after his heart. You know, it's um. Please interject. This is your show. This is your. No,
0: I'm loving this because you know what you carry. Um, and you know, before I read this, just knowing when our conversation because I I. I jumped on one of your broadcasts once, and, um, well, I actually did your school. I did some kind of class that you did a couple years ago, and, you know, it was uh, you and, my goodness, you Ivan Roman. Ivan. It was Ivan, yeah. We, we, him, was, we did it a it school of prophets. Yeah, it was great, And but, but what I'm saying is that this didn't come across as much then, but, you know, you carry the heart of the Father, and... You know and that really is the prophetic and it's love but my husband and i um i was scrolling on facebook and i said look oh this is wesley Roderick. i took his class you know and i was just explaining to my husband and then all of a sudden you you say hey there's this lady named monica ramey that just came on here and god just told me to give you a prophetic word and so i'm like wow i look over at my husband and we're both kind of like well this is wild (laughs) right? so then you just start going and and it was just dead on um i'm
1: really glad it was i'm glad it was accurate
0: (laughs) it was dead on and so um it really blessed me you know but um you, you know you carry the heart of the father and what what i'm getting at with that is when you said there's something different with ministry um you know, trying to find in 17 years, trying to find out what that is and, and you don't want to do what everyone else is doing. And it's like, there's a difference. Um, you know, when you're called to ministry, we're called here first and it's really easy to get out of, out of that place. But what God's really been showing me is um, really revelatory stuff about communing with him And the whole act of communion and why Jesus said this whacked out stuff in the Bible. Like, you've got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And it's like, what? You know, you read that stuff, but he's like, he's getting your attention to say it's real deep and it's real serious, but we're one, you know? So um, when I I wrote this down to talk about, because this is what was on my heart and we're kind of going there now, but the bottom line is this. Jesus said, love God and love people. So it's about relationships on this earth. We have nothing else, you know, um, communing community, you know, all of those things go together, but it's like, um, you can't take anything with you when you leave. Right. Uh, what you give out in love is everything. Yeah. Because we have not, you know, it's relational and God is relational. The prophetic is relational. All of these things are meant to know him personally. It's not about, you know, a lot of people I know were on my personal page here. And, you know, there's like 5,000 people that could scroll or get a note, get notifications or whatever. It's like um, there are people on here that that don't know the Lord. And maybe you're, you're watching this and it's not by accident that you are watching it because, you know, a lot of people think when people start talking about God, that it is, um. Oh, it's church. You know, it's, God is not about. It's not church. <laughs> yeah. It's it's about being a person. You know, what's it, What says you?
1: In my in my book that you, you referenced, uh, I I made a statement at one point that said uh, the prophetic is nothing more than interpreting the heartbeat of God. Yeah, and, and the idea, the whole premise of my book, is to get so close to his heart, where you're so close to his chest, that you could feel the, you know, if God breathed, I mean he breathed on us, so I assume he's breathing, Yeah, but you could feel the raising of his chest. When he breathes. You can become like John. The beloved. And you can hear the. And but you know him so well. That you begin to interpret that. Whatever. "Dum, Dum dum. Dum dum. Is. Permission to go on a soapbox.
0: Yeah absolutely.
1: But. In the prophetic movement, in the, in the revival community, in the charismatic church, we're too busy chasing after what time it is on our microwave, for God's sake, instead of just saying, Lord, here am I, speak to me. And, there, and I get it, there's, sometimes there is messages with inside of that and i love signs but signs point back to the voice signs point back to the heart to the person we got all this prophetic revelation that doesn't point to jesus but the spirit oh, of wow. prophecy is what the testimony, the
0: testimony of jesus
1: of who he is mhm like i don't care about the next quadratic equation of heaven if it doesn't reveal him yeah like even the conversations i have with you know when when us prophet people get together and have secret conversations with people. like yeah there's a what is it there's a show that jerry seinfeld hosts called in cars with comedians. I want to start one in cars with profits. Anyways, um, <laughs> that would be so awesome. You should uh, do it. <laughs> I need a camera crew. Come to Shreveport. <laughs> Drive around with me. Um, Signs. We want. We want to complicate and over-spiritualize the spirit. Yeah. When it's meant to be simple, it's meant to be basic.
0: You know, let me jump in and say this, because I want to add to and piggyback on what you said. Okay. Um, (laughs) I also want to talk about your book, and I don't want to take up all your time. Um, But I want to... Okay. I don't. I I'm on the battlefield.
1: I have nothing but time. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have a business well, too, but I mean, it's most, right, I got nothing right. but time for the most part tonight.
0: Right. Awesome. So, you know, it's when, when you talk about signs, it's like, you know, for the people on here who don't know, you know, the things that you see that, that you feel like, oh, that, what is that? That, that means something. That could have been this or, you know, wonder what that, you know, god speaks to us in different ways and so um but one of the things that i think in the prophetic is this is what i teach on is um how to interpret because here's the deal all of those things the way we receive whether it be pictures in our mind impressions in our heart um nature however god speaks to you through colors through numbers whatever that is it's an invitation to know him That's what it is. It's an invitation for more. It's just the same thing, you know, John Paul Jackson told on it long years, 20 something years ago, I got this where he said, you know, it's the heart of God to conceal a matter, right? And the heart of Kings to search it out. And so, you know, God delights in not revealing everything to us because he wants us to come and and come further, come a little bit closer. Tell me more. You know, Um, so I think he delights in that. um, Just giving us that little piece. Take more, you know.
1: So on the back of my book. This is something the Lord spoke to me. It's the glory of God to make a promise. And it's the glory of kings to fulfill that promise in the earth. Wow. Wow wow <laughs> and so um it's yeah. that's a great leeway into my book not even trying um, about it. wow it's uh yeah it's uh it's just about bringing him to earth can i share one of my favorite stories about Absolutely. like I'm sure <laughs> yeah so I, li- I lived in San Diego a number of years ago, and uh, we were at this place called Seaport Village, which is, like, right there on the water. It's kind of, like, next to downtown San Diego. And during the holidays, they have, like, all these festivities and all this different stuff uh, around there, and they have different people, like, stacking rocks and all you know all that good stuff and face painters and magicians and whatever yeah but i also had like some psychics out there and i see this and just something hit me and it was like today you're gonna go play with a psychic and i was like all right that sounds fun so like and if, if you've known me for any period of time I don't carry cash on me. If I carry cash on me, I end up giving it away anyways. So I typically don't carry cash on me. And so like I elbow my buddy. I'm like, hey, man, give me five bucks. And he's like, why? I was like, I'm going to go play with the psychic over there. So I'm with myself and a couple friends and, you know, kingdom believe in church folk. And we were just like uh, walking by and I walk up to them and, they're, and they just kept walking. Cause I didn't know what to do, and I walk up to the psychic, and she's like, "What's your name?" And I was like, "Uh, uh, uh, you're supposed to know this." And she goes, no. "I'm not that kind of psychic." And I was like, "Well, what kind of psychic are you? Are you the kind that's not psychic? You know, <laughs> right?" Anyways, so you know, I I give her like uh, she's like, "Well, do you want a reading?" And I was like, "Why well, yes, yes I do. Let's see what happens." And now I know people listening to this are going to go, "Oh my God, he's stepping into divination. He's he's become one of them." Cover up your up, uh, you know. Oh uh, he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. All right. I exude Jesus. I bring light into darkness. Hmm and as do you as do any anyone who's watching that you know confesses Jesus as Lord mm-hmm. it's it your anyways so she does her thing her eyes are rolling in the back of her head and, you know whatever and mm-hmm. weird poses or whatever you know people do and as she's doing this the strong wind blows between us and starts knocking over all her little statues and crystals i mean she had like you know like crystals and like wow, sun gods and stuff like that and all this stuff and i was like you know the lord is here the lord is here and so she didn't tell me anything like life changing. I wasn't expecting it. And so her and I were talking and I said, you know, I do something similar to you. She goes, really? I said, yes, ma'am. Well, this was before I lived in the South, so I definitely didn't say ma'am. But uh. <laughs> way before I lived in the South. I don't know what I wanna say yeah I do uh, you know but I just we I, was like, I do something similar and I was like I've actually studied dream interpretation and like you know I'm speaking her I'm speaking her language. And I say, I said I saw you surrounded by color. And she goes, Oh I love color. I said, I know you do. You have a very colorful aura. I said, but your, your color, it's muted. And she goes, oh, no. I said, your energy levels have been down. And she goes, how did you know this? I was like, I told you I'd do something similar, just better. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't say that. That'd be rude. Oh, no. And... And I said, "You have a pro like your kidneys have been bothering you, haven't they?" And like her eyes are really just like, Mm -hmm. and she goes, "Yeah, my kidneys have been bothering me." And I thought my, you know, my guru fixed it. You know, like you know, I've been going through that change a woman goes through. You know what I mean? And I was like, "No, I'm a man. I don't know what you mean." (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I can't (laughs) relate. I mean, <laughs> I get it, but no. And in this, I said, well, you might want to get a different guru. She goes, I can. It's my boyfriend. And I said, am not going to mess with that. <laughs> you know? And so, somebody on here
0: just said, I bet he gave her a word.
1: Uh, hold but your He horses. did give
0: her a word with the kidneys. Yeah. You know?
1: I diagnosed her life. Um, I did what I paid her to do. Anyways. uh, (laughs) So, I, at this point, you know, I said, life has been feeling like a carousel lately for you, isn't it? I said, you just feel like things are going round and round and round. And she goes, "Yeah," I said. You actually lay in your bed and you sleep on the right side of your bed, and there's a nightstand. And I said, "You just lay there sometimes for hours because you feel like life is out of control." And she, you know, and I'm like, "Lord, I really wish you wouldn't share with me what where people sleep in their bed. It's a little intimate." <laughs> but I mean, this is what I, you know, this is this is what I have, what I have to work with. Um, so here I am just saying these things to her and I said you know well, let me see your hand I said we're going to transfer right now I'm going to deposit some like light into you again I'm speaking her language she's like one of the things that you learn about prophetic evangelism is learning to discern where people are at receiving the Lord. Like we got to stop treating it like car sales Church. and always and how and always having to close the deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, Come it's, on. sometimes it's it, it, it's a pro, it's a process, and we need to respect that process because rushing that process could some. I mean, I understand the urgency, but I also understand. The necessity for being very gentle with where somebody is at process of receiving the Lord. And so I just, I took my hand and meanwhile, I'm just with the spirit of God exude. So she's, she's soaking that up. And I said, you know, next time you're laying in your bed and you just feel like life is out of control. I said, peace is an entity. And when you want peace next time, just say, Prince of Peace, reveal yourself to me. And she goes, oh my God. I'll do that. And then hands me my money back. Whoa. Now, as I'm walking away, my friends are still sitting over on the mountain or well, not on the mountain, on a hill, on a hilly knoll, on a, on a grass hill. And she sees them from afar, and she starts yelling at them, your friends a bleeping angel, your friends are bleeping angel. Oh, no. And I was like, <laughs> and they're like, come on, angel boy, let's go. <laughs> and wow. they're like, you know, like, well, what do we do? And I'm like, well, you know, don't try this at home. But, uh, right. but like, we're called to bring that light into darkness. We're called to bring, to bring people to the Lord or bring the Lord to people.
0: You know, what you said, um, I just want to touch on because it's, that was really powerful because I think, you know, a lot of times I don't think I know that, you know, people are turned off by churchy stuff because it, it's not real, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's not real because I'm a part of it too. And I have the language and we can all, <clears throat> excuse me, get together, like you said, and we can speak the language like we're all at Starbucks, reading off the menu, we've got our thing, but you've got to meet people right where they're at. And that's what Jesus did. He met people where they're at and that's what's real. Cause you know, people can go learn and grow um, and get their language, but you got to meet them right there. You know, I was in a prayer room, um, Probably about 6 months ago and I love this story it's it's one of my favorite God stories and it's the most simple thing ever so i'm in this room and we always it's healing rooms gulf coast healing rooms and we we pray for people before they come back it's kind of like a doctor's office you know for prayer you come in you sign up we get a team and we three people pray for you so three of us were praying before the person came back to see if god would show us anything and i i just kept hearing the word yogurt and I thought, well, that sounds like God to me, because I know usually if it's something weird, just usually just step out on faith with it. And if I'm off, I'm, I'll be a fool. I don't care. I'll do it. I've been a fool
1: <laughs> a lot. So
0: I said, the girl, I went around to the girl. I said, I don't know if this means anything to you. But as we were praying for you, I just kept hearing the word yogurt. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I did think, well, she's probably going to be like, huh. <laughs> she dropped her head and started bawling. And, you know, right then and there, I was like, well, it it was God, you know. Um, And she said, the only thing I've been able to eat for three days is yogurt. She couldn't hold anything down Mm -hmm. in her body. And so, you know, we can whip out our tools, our Bible belt, and we can pull our stuff out. And we can shoot a scripture and be healed and receive and do all that stuff. But God knew what she needed. She just needed to know that he was right there with her while she was going through that you know what i mean that's more powerful than trying to whip out some fix-it tool and slap somebody upside the head with a scripture and get them to receive it you know that's powerful intimacy and she knew there that god was with her yeah you know
1: uh i used to work for a radio station a christian radio station if you can imagine and uh We had a chaplain visit one time, and he said one of the greatest gifts that you could possibly have, or one of the greatest ministries you could have, is the ministry of presence. And what he meant by that was just being present with people. Like like you look at Matthew 9, and Jesus just sat, ate, and drank. With the sinners and tax collectors. The worst of the worst. And sometimes we just gotta be with people. We just Period. need to just need to sit with people. You know, you started talking about like, you know, loving God, loving people. And who was it that said this? It's one of my favorite quotes and why can't I remember it now? Um There's nothing more creative than loving people. looking yeah Van Gogh said it
0: Van Gogh
1: he said there's nothing more creative than loving people like
0: and it's everything
1: it's also nothing more challenging hmm. like for me like this whole journey began for me like you know you you say something you know oh Wesley you carry the father's heart. And it's like when I went when this whole journey of learning to love people started, I remember walking upstairs to to my apartment and the Lord says, I want you to ask me how I want you to how I want you to worship me. And I was like, Why don't you just tell me how you want me to worship you? Why why do I have to ask you? So, no, ask me how I want you to worship me. Fine. All right, Lord. How do you want me to worship? He says, Love people. Where my response is, Can I learn to play the guitar instead? <laughs> and so that was probably 14, 13 years ago where I had to. Eventually learn to love people, and so and I started out writing, getting ready to write a book on this. And lo and behold, the Lord stops me. I was actually getting ready to write a book on that instead of what I ended up writing a book on. And the Lord stops me and He says, "You're not writing that book. You don't understand the message." And I said, what do you mean? And he said, Wesley, you thought I was teaching you to love people the whole time. But what you don't, what you're failing to realize is you love people how you love yourself. And so before you can write that book, you need to learn to love yourself. Wow. You know, and we know love first because he first showed it to us. And that's why when scripture says, love your neighbor as you love yourself, what he's saying is, and the only way that you're going to figure out how to do that is when you let me love you, but you have to pull down all the walls. You have to pull down all the, all the things that you think, all the forms of insecurity that are between me and you. Yeah so that you can actually begin to allow me to love you the way that you deserve to be loved. And that eradicates all forms of insecurity, all forms of just uh, fear, all forms of striving. So good. And it allows us to step into who we're supposed to be and become our true selves.
0: Wow. There's someone on here right now that said, "Amen." The same word that my friend Lucre- Lucrecia- Lucretia, oh, I know who this is, preached about today. So God. So somebody just had the same, <laughs> same thing.
1: in my message now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. i kidding. It's, you know, let
0: me let me jump in on this because uh, this is funny too um this is funny about the same same kind of story um I had a man speak over me prophesy over me years ago I mean gosh this is probably uh maybe 12 15 years ago and the guy says oh oh just bless this woman of God and he just thank you God for letting me feel her heart her heart is so pure you know God sees the end from the beginning this is what's funny about." So he's saying, you, <clears throat> excuse me, you're a woman of God. You're a great person to have on your on someone's team, and you know, God has these plans for your life. And he said you are going to be a discipler of women. And I write that in there. I was like, eh, that's not right because I hate women. <laughs> I remember having the I mean, that's where I was at. I'm yeah. like, women are mean, and I'm not going to work with women because they're mean. And you know, I had so much stuff and I didn't know it, but see, God was speaking to what I was going to be, you know, and he dealt with all of that junk and healed that stuff. And every word he said ended up coming to pass. And one of the things that was so powerful that he said was, he said, "Um, in every process with God, in every place that he takes you, every new place, there will always be an emptying and then a filling. A stripping and then a clothing. And that has been, um, he said, you are going to find all through, your walk, all through your walk with God that there's going to be an emptying and a filling and a stripping and then a clothing. And, and that's been true. You know?
1: Who knew from the yeah. concrete a flower would grow?
0: Right. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. So I'm going to, let's wrap this up. Tell me, tell us where. We can find you. What are you doing for business, um, platforms? Give us all your goods so we can buy your book and ask you to come and speak or any of those things. So
1: if you're interested in finding my book, everything about me for the most part other than business is on my website. And i link to that right now for everybody. Let's see here. Funny story is this week I was doing some testing. For somebody else's website on my website, and I accidentally broke my website, and so I've oh, been—I no. was like, oh, I got—I got this interview thing. I gotta have my website back up. It has to be functioning, you know. And so, oh, there it is. yeah, I just uh, put everything together uh, a few hours Perfect. ago. Uh, so, if you're my book, it's an easy read. It's not very thick. I didn't like homework as a kid. So, it's an easy read. Uh, forward from Doug Addison, and then it's endorsed by Charlie Champ, uh, Fiorella Giordano, uh, Wow, Adam Thompson, and Ivan Roman, and uh, and Let so. see that cover? Here we go. So, so you asked about what I do for business. Well, I design my own cover. Um, so. You know, right now I'm sabbatical in the sense of ministry. The Lord said, Wesley, I don't want you to do any public ministry at all whatsoever. And, you know, I was just like, Lord, like, if I'm not in front of people, like, because that's been like ministry has been my income, my, you know, my, 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 my resources. Right. And the Lord was like, well, you always taught people when it comes time to rest, it's time to trust them. It's time to trust me. It's, you know, when rest and trust are synonymous with each other. And trust looks like when you take your hand off the plow, knowing that a harvest would still come in. And I said, you're right, I did teach that. I think I'm going to start, you know, change my teaching. Oh, no. <laughs> And so the Lord was just like, Wesley, take, take, take your hand off the plow right now and just relax. And so I haven't been doing any public ministry. The Lord said, don't do any public ministry at all whatsoever until next year. Um, And so like next year I'll be out in uh, Seattle. We're working on a California tour. I think we, me, uh, California tour, we might do like a, like kinda like how you did the school of profits, but it might be like a school of something out in uh, wine country, California. There's there's a vine- someone that has uh, that lives on a vineyard and has access to their meeting locations. Oh cool. Wants to do like a like a gathering, like a school where people can come to. And so I, I think that's gonna be epic and awesome. Um, yeah. and then anyhow, that's all next year. I'm not even worried about that. And so, but if you want to get my book, it's on sunnydwest.com. People always go, "Why Sunny D West?" It was my social media handle, um, and then I bought when I was more of a blog writer, you know, than actually having a like a ministry website. I've just had it for so long that I didn't want to change it. And everything happens. All my social media handles are Sunny D West. Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, uh, it's all like social media. And so like, you know, what do I do for like on the business side of it, having like worked with ministries for so long, I help a lot of ministries and small businesses kind of figure out their, their social, uh, social media identity, their brand, their, uh, you know, I help them bloom, if you would, and uh, help them take – like these little drops of nuggets that I keep implementing. Uh, And so I I help people develop a a brand, a business identity. Everyone goes, oh, a brand is a – a brand is the emotional connectivity between um, your purchaser, your customer, your client, your audience, uh, whomever it is. And so, like, if you're in ministry, like – In one aspect, Jesus is the product, but on the other side of it, you're the product. And so you are the presentation of the demonstration of who Jesus is to that person. And so figuring that out. And so, like, for me, like, my message is about hearing God, you know, and love and all that sort of stuff. So I always take that into consideration. Um, And there's times where I have to kind of, you know, pull my foot out of my mouth. Because there's also that you know sharp prophetic edge. It's like, well, I just earned this, and then they're like, well, blah blah blah. And I'm like, hold on, physically removing my foot from my mouth right now. And uh, <laughs> so, if you if you, if you're looking for more, go to sunnydwest.com. If you want to buy the book, go to sunnydwest. And here's what's like what's awesome is like if you go there, it's on the you scroll down towards the bottom of the front page. And it'll take you right to where it's at on Amazon and you can buy it. You can prime it to yourself. You know, if you have Amazon, who doesn't have Amazon Prime? Almost everybody has Amazon Prime nowadays. I mean, uh, you know, some people don't even grocery shop anymore. If you're in a popular enough city, Amazon Prime delivers groceries. I Same, know. Anyway, anyways, um, Guilty. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in a big enough city. Uh, so you can go get that there. Uh, it's the whole premise of the book is getting closer to God. Uh, but it's also about my life and my journey into that. I actually have the poem in there, um, for, uh, the one that I wrote coming to salvation. And then, like I said, forward from Doug Addison and Charlie did an endorsement, Ivan Roman, a few other people, uh, just name dropping. That's, and that's called <laughs> influencer marketing. Um, right. And so, but yeah, so, you know, in, in that, like if you're looking, is there anything else specifically you wanted me to enter as far as business or book or anything? No, I'd like
0: to see bat, your. I'll
1: book just babble on.
0: The cover. Mm. Now they can get this on Amazon as well or just this your is, website.
1: This, no, you can get. Well, if you go to my website, it'll take you to Amazon.
0: And the book is called
1: "Of Kings and Prophets." Prophets.
0: Yeah, beautiful cover. Beautiful.
1: So, thank you. I designed it myself. Awesome. So
0: yeah, so um, I'm hoping to work with you on some things here too soon. So I'm excited about that. Yes. Yeah, I mean,
1: if you if you're uh, you know, one if you want a book ministry something, contact me. I'm I'm looking at next year already. Um, I mean most people are looking at next year already. It's only a few months away. Like tomorrow, right. it's only a day. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's less I'll, than a
0: few months. It's like I,
1: real I will drop <laughs> this little bit of a nugget for twenty twenty. Yeah. It will be the culmination of three timelines coming together. And it will and twenty twenty will actually bring clarity to the last five to seven years of your life. Of, and it will cause it to make sense wow that's what to look for in 2020 it's just even i can feel the i feel like the i could feel the unction like the prophetic unction uh I just now love it too. yeah this, <laughs> yeah yeah good stuff um <laughs> and so it's gonna it's good sure. Earlier this was it this year or later last year, I don't remember, it was either 2017 or 2018, I had an encounter with an angel called Light, and it walked up to me and said, hi, I'm Light. I said, hi, Light, I'm Wesley. Um, no, I didn't say that. And But this started this whole journey for a revelation – revelation of, of time and light and, under, and things understanding different things like that and so at that point I just started sure. digging in deeper and the Lord you know sh- showed me that we were coming into a place of what was called a cataclysmic collision of Kronos time and Kairos time and basically what it was is like when Chronos and Kairos comes together, Kronos is man's time, like a watch, and Kairos is divine time, like the Lord's time. Mm-hmm. And um, when they collide, destiny is created. And so, well, uh, cataclysmic is the definite is the word that's used to describe when two stars collide in outer space. Well, Earth, so in the right before 2019 or just in the beginning of 2019, outside the Earth's atmosphere, there was a collision of two asteroids. And these two asteroids came together and collided and from that we had a cataclysmic collision. And and so with that taking place it was a sign in the heavenlies that we're coming into a place of gr- of a greater dimension, and the Lord is be- going to begin moving in people's lives for the sake of uh, our destiny. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of people feel stuck, and they you know they're trying to figure out. And I'm going to tell you, it, it's nothing you've done wrong, and you're not missing out on anything. It's just right now you're being position, positioned for the Lord to just smack into you. And so just just be patient and watch what happens. Watch what the Lord does on your behalf, and you'd be really surprised he has a lot of good stuff in store for so many people, uh, you know, well, everybody really, uh, you know, but. Right. Uh, and so I just encourage people just be patient and watch what he does. All right. And just watch what's going to happen. And so anyways, if you're <coughs> like, I want to book something for 2020, let me know and, uh, you know, message me or go on Facebook, whatever. Sunny D. West sunny sunnydwest.com. i actually just posted the link to that article uh in here too there it is. Uh, okay. yeah and if you're like man what do i do with my business message me <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll see what we can do see how i can help you um, you know
0: um let me just jump in and say that um, i've seen some of your work and it's phenomenal so to, you know, uh, Madeline James just put a word out about rebranding, and I thought, wow, because, you know, it, it's really happening right now for so many people, um, and, and me as well, but, you know, I, I've talked to you, and it's the quality of your work is, is just beyond anything. It, oh, it's, you. it's, it's top of the line professional. So, um, you know, it's the gift of God. It's a gift of God.
1: <laughs> it's actually <laughs> like, tr- truly what happened. I know you said you only wanted to go an hour, and I'm just yip-yapping away. Um, okay. That's what happens, you know. I haven't done anything in a long time. Uh, <laughs> what do you expect? And so I I had an encounter years ago where I just – I went into heaven, and, like, I could see the oxygen molecules um, all around and that they could move, and all this other stuff, and it, it was just crazy. And I came out of the like the encounter, and my creativity, and my my uh, graphic design ability just skyrocketed. It just just blew up, you know, uh, drastically, and just everything changed. Like I was inside of his mind. You got to remember, he's a creator. He created creation and so like i'm inside the mind of of the creator of creators True. and like all of a sudden you just and that's often like when it comes down to like consulting that's cuz that's more of my kick right now i want to oh, do I like yeah. i love doing consult like you know we you and i talked and you know what a 30 40 minute conversation and like i was like mm-hmm. here's what i think the structure of your ministry is and like and i'm telling you stuff that i didn't even know about you hmm And that's like
0: it's the prophetic.
1: Well it's that's the thing job
0: to have
1: a in the a, a seer was a consultant to kings.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? It, and and that so like you know, that's what a so seer is an, is a servant. The gift of a prophet is to serve.
0: hmm
1: that's my last soapbox message. The gift well, of a prophet note, is to serve.
0: Let me just tell you on that note, we can end it on that, but I'll say that I heard an amazing teaching and it was, a, it was a Jewish broadcast. I can't remember what it was on some Christian television thing. and They had this Jewish rabbi come out and he was talking about how God always blesses something that blesses people. And so if you're a servant um, or in the service industry, you're going to be blessed if you're His. You know, not even if yeah. you're His, because it's what, you know, the blessing is here, or it rains on the just and the unjust and everyone. God is good, and He shows His goodness in creation. But when you serve people, people are His heart. So when you're blessing people, you're going to be blessed too. So,
1: real quickly, you know what Issachar means? Issa- Say that again? The name Issachar? Yeah. It's the benefactor of others.
0: Wow. Um, I'm talking with a girl right now, but I just went to Patricia King's um, at Cindy Stewart's church, the gathering in Florida here. And Patricia King was there. And at the end, she spoke a whole, you know, 20, 30 minutes on the benefactor anointing that God is releasing right now onto the body of Christ.
1: It's like, we all know, like the, the sons of Issachar, uh, are known for you know they know the times and seasons of God but the actual name of Issachar refers back to like it benefiting others wow so.
0: that's powerful
1: all right it's bedtime it, it is, <laughs> <But> is it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we wore it all the way out didn't we
1: <laughs> close to it close to it, it was
0: awesome.
1: but I Very definitely great. enjoyed it thank you. thank you so much for having me on and uh yeah. thank you so much everyone for listening to me ramble
0: we loved it and okay. honored to have you on here and I will be in touch. Thank you so much. You're
1: very you have welcome. A great night. You too. Bye. All right. Talk to you. Bye. Bye. Let's
0: see. I'm just the checking comments. There we go. So awesome. Thank you so much for coming on here. Um, that was a lot of fun, and we went way over time that, you know than what we were planning. Um, what a powerful testimony. What a powerful story, um, and awesome, awesome man of God. So thanks for sticking out and listening and hanging out with us. And I saw so many people on here, and I just want to say hi to everybody. Um, I just wanted to say, hey, Geneva, thank you so much for all your comments. Georgette, Tiffany Blackwell, love you. Thanks for coming on here. And um I see Jerry Durnell. Um I saw someone else here that I Oh, Jacob Schultz, if you're still on here, Lonnie Lusty, if you're still on here, I love you both. I love you guys. Um Jacob, I remember all of our conversations too. That was a blessing. Um and I believe my mom was even on here. Shout out to my mom. Hey guys. Um I would just want to say something to you um if you could keep my family in prayer. Um, we lost a loved one and um, a couple of days ago, um, and I wanted to really dedicate this broadcast um, just to honor her memory, and it's Miranda Bryant, and um, it's been a tremendous strain on us. And so if you could keep my family in prayer, I would appreciate that so much, and I just want to say um, thank you all for being on here. God bless you, and have a great night, and I'll see you next week.